What's good, people? Thank you for blessing yourself to something nice. It's your boy, Durag Sweezy. And your girl, Varsha. And we're coming live with some great conversation, trying to share more narratives, trying to um, open the space for more conversation of different kinds. So, what are we talking about today? I mean, you have to introduce it. Okay, so today, something that I think constantly has been on my mind for a while, and I think everybody thinks about this kind of stuff now that the world is becoming super internationalized and global and borders are slowly being erased and cultures are breeding and mixing. You know, you've got people knowing about stuff from other cultures that they would have never come across for various reasons through various platforms. But the biggest question that always comes about is when do we draw the line for cultural appropriation and when is cultural appropriation just being cultural, culturally sensitive and the difference between those two. So yeah, so today's co- topic, I guess, so today's theme around today's podcast is to talk about cultural appropriation versus cultural sensitivity. Okay. You want me to go to it first? Yeah. Did you, um, so I actually kind of Googled what cultural appropriation is. What did you get a definition? Um, I can get one now. Okay. Get one now. So according to Google, cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of customs, practices, and ideas of one people or society by members of another, typically more dominant people or society. Cultural sensitivity is being aware that cultural differ- differences and similarities exist without assigning them a value, positive or negative, better or worse, or right or wrong. So, yeah, I I don't know. Okay, go. Okay, yeah, so cultural appropriation, that's always a very iffy subject to talk about. I feel like in today's climate, people are more and more, I would say, cautious about appreciating or I guess engaging themselves in other cultures and in my opinion I feel like that is that should not be you know that should not be the goal of it you know because at the end of the day we are getting the world is getting smaller and smaller and you know accessing stuff that is completely outside your culture is easier than ever you know today you know like originally when a lot of traditional customs when we had like the world was much more divided you know so that's why it was much more shocking to I guess see and experience about different cultures yeah you know so I feel like I feel like it's almost inevitable in some effect I feel like the important thing that people need to understand I guess in cultural appropriation versus cultural sensitivity is like I would say power and like profit. So I feel like, you know, like people really, like I guess the group that is, I guess, um, accused of cultural appropriation, the most people say, I guess, is white people. And I guess that's also because 
I guess they have the least amount of leeway because they are the most powerful, like I guess, group in society. So, I've, um, yeah, I feel like uh, the big difference for me is when people are profiting, or let's say they're using the culture inappropriately, and I feel like that is like very important to distinguish that just from you know everyday occurrences and you know just um you know everyday individual life experience because i feel like once is affecting like a mass a mass audience or like you know it's something that's presented to the masses that is more appropriate you know to, to, to bring up the topic of cultural appropriation or not you know but in just the terms of everyday like individual occurrences like unless there's a direct or like blatant attempt to disrespect then you know i feel like there should be much more leeway and like much more understanding and like compassion in dealing with these situations i don't know i was going on for a while you wanna <laughs> you i don't know if you wanna if there's even anything to dissect there or yeah, what i mean I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you in the sense that w- like we want to erase the concept of a border. We want to erase the concept of um, there being, I mean, differences being the reason to segregate. Do you know what I mean? That's what we want to erase that just because we're different, we shouldn't be categorizing and putting us into these different labels and different boxes. Um, and the nice thing about culture is it's so fluid, right? It's supposed to be fluid. It's like gender to me. Every concept is fluid because at the end of the day, like perspectives and the way you interpret things are so different. But with the thing with cultural appropriation in particular that I think is really interesting is most of the time people who are the ones appropriating are not even conscious that they might be appropriating. Because the because okay. the, line, the boundary is so blurred. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we call out certain things, but we don't call out other things. Um, which so like where do you draw the line? What is cultural appropriation? What isn't? And when the world is, we want we are moving towards a globalized and interconnected world. When we want cultures to collide and be a part of each other and learn from each other. Shouldn't we be encouraging such kind of cultural exchange in terms of outfits, in terms of hair, in terms of dance, music, like art, every form of expression. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I think the biggest question always remains where you draw the lines. And I love that you paid particular um like you, you, you specifically mentioned power and what was the other one you mentioned? Power profit, and profit. profit. Yeah, those are really important. Power and profit because that—that's where I think I draw the cultural line of appropriation. Because um, if you're going to profit off of a particular culture without giving them their due or you know giving them their pedestal, I think that is cultural appropriation. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a very, like... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should look at some real examples. So yeah, let's discuss something. What is something? What so is something? I actually, yeah, like, I actually got a bunch of things up, dude. So the first thing okay, I... Wait, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask you a question. 
Go. So I want you to show show us like something that you consider actual cultural appropriation. Let's no, see, where's the line for you? See, that's the thing. I don't I don't think I have found that line. Like for real. Yeah, personally, I okay. don't I have I, I have I have examples. No, actually I'm lying. I know what that line is. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Damn, make up your mind. I'm Do lying. I know what that line is because Tell it, say it, say it. Go okay, I'll say it. I have a problem with things like the West and I'm just like generalizing the West when I say the West. But of course, like I have a problem with the West, like consistently making fun of Indians, like the Indian accent, the smell of food, the, the clothing, the culture, this, this, this. It's so easy to pick on as a, as a culture and a group of people, but like they love yoga. They love Ayurvedic medicine. They love burning incense. They love, um, you know, playing with crystals. Like for me, that's cultural appropriation. Okay. And then I have, I like, I personally know people who've like gone to, on these like yoga retreats to like Sri Lanka and India, and they're like, I am a new individual, and I like have decided to like go on and start my spiritual journey as Anandi, and now I will always be known as Anandi. And I'm like, shut the hell up, like you, because. You know, I have a problem when they don't pay respect to the culture the right way. And actually, I have an example of cultural appropriation I can show you right now. Should I share my screen? Sure. Okay, so um, have you heard of Blackpink, K-pop, like the girl group, the K-pop girl no, group? I don't. Um, so hold on, let me find the... Because I have some questions to ask you after you show this. Okay, okay. Don't think you could just get up so easy. No, 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 of course. <laughs> my entire, like, my line is, like, very extreme, like, because I, I accept a lot of things. And to be honest, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, without knowing who I am or, like, where I've been raised or how I've been raised, can come up to some of the stuff that I say or do and be like, that's cultural appropriation. But, you know, it's because I think they don't know the whole story. They don't know the whole of me. And so the line for me is, like, very, very very frail as it as its existence hold on where is this article i literally had it it's a video by the way it's a youtube video uh, oh here it is so um okay uh i'm gonna share my screen okay can you see the screen yeah i can see so basically for those who don't know like i'm not a uh, I'm not a K-pop fan at all. I think the wave kind of missed me. Like when it was going around the world, I just like kind of like became non-existent. But um, I don't um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of K-pop, but this came to my attention because obviously like I saw it and I was like, that's that actually bothers me because I think that's cultural appropriation. So they have a they had a music video to the song "How You Like That," and um, what do you see? What can I before I even point it out? Okay, like what? Yes, you yeah, genie. A genie, yeah, well, the Aladdin lamp, yeah, like, there's a lot of that, but, so this little idol over here, this uh, is Lord Ganesh, who is, like, the yeah, ruler of obstacles, and, and he's the elephant-headed god in Hindu culture and Buddhism, like, a lot of Buddhists also believe in him, um, and basically, this is a god, like, this is a sculpted image of a god, mm. and one, like, it's just been casually 
played in a music video that is singing about some, I don't know, other random shit and the choreography or the outfit is not respectful to the presence of um, a god per se and it's just on the floor and it's like that is disrespectful for me that is disrespectful um and that angered me and it angered me that no one was calling it out like the world did you watch a full music video yeah yeah i, I watched the full music video okay. I, like this is just a screen grab from the video and it was easier to do this than get go, go on youtube yeah i mean it's like so i was gonna ask if this is in the entire video you feel like this is the yeah yeah it is it is the entire music video like if you go on to black <laughs> this is the scene and it has a statue of ganesha in it so i think that's for me that's cultural appropriation like that's where i drew the line for me and i think it was again i think it was really easy for me to draw this line because i think it's i associated to my culture so i was easily able to like be like no i i think that's disrespectful so for me that's cultural appropriation okay i mean i get i feel like this this is like a typical example you know like because firstly they're making profit off of this video like you know it's a music video for like yeah. a big production company and then as well as the fact that like you know it's like definitely like not made with like actual regard or like appreciation for the culture that it's taken from because like if that was the case they if they were actually like let's say knowledgeable about hindu culture they wouldn't put that god on the ground you know and like like use this stuff in a stereotypical way so i feel like that's like the classic classic example classic of, classic like, example yeah you know, true that is appropriate use of appropriation <laughs> yeah exactly right so i yeah. i definitely think that's cultural appropriation okay well now let me question you on what you said before right so you said you don't like the fact that like people from the west would make fun of Indi like indian people and like different stereotypes but then they would still like you know do yoga drink chai tea whatever yeah like you know go to these trips but isn't that how you phrase that in some way like a generalization because you're saying like because certain like i guess western people <coughs> do this that means like you associate all of them to be like appropriate in the culture like oh, do you think uh, okay, keep, hold I, on, I, let me no let, you never you didn't even let me finish your question you didn't let me finish your question bro you didn't let me finish your question come on come on you didn't let me finish your question okay go like fuck like, don't you think in, so you don't think that any of the people that are consuming the Indian culture would be doing so in an authentic way? No, I'm saying it's definitely possible that they could be. Like, when I did say that, I definitely did make a generalization. That's why I said, like, the West. It's, again, it's easy to hate on the white people when it comes to cultural appropriation. You are right. And I actually just did that. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's why, that's why I asked you that, because I feel like in that like by you seeing like that sentence like that you could apply that in like a lot of different ways you know like you could just say you know you could just use that to to i guess stereotype not stereotype that's not the correct word but like to generalize and like you know like it's an easy target the whole prejudice it's a very easy target because yes there are a lot of ignorant america i feel like uh, there's like okay there's a group these are people that are just ignorant about the situation there's yeah. the other people that are, let's say authentic right and mm -hmm. then there's in the middle there's the people that like i guess consume or use the culture yeah you know like i feel like there's a difference between those that are actually invested 
and like those that just see there as convenient but like when they can they shouldn't you know yes 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 and yes. i feel like people need to be able to realize that difference in their day-to-day lives like when they're calling on people because i feel like you could use that logic to basically call out anyone you know no but i think my, what i mainly meant by by grouping such a stereotype is because like firstly i don't think there's a, i don't think there's a problem with stereotyping because everybody learns off of a stereotype that's how cultures are spread through stereotypes it's it's like a, it's a proven example everybody knows something about a culture because of stereotypes but to hold that stereotype to a positive or a negative is where the problem lies right yeah it's and i feel like some like that's just really true stereotypes you know because a lot of stereotypes are also untrue exactly and there's a difference exactly exactly so it's about it's about not holding on to that stereotype but holding on to that stereotype um to understand where those stereotypes may come from why certain people would view those people that way to consider those stereotypes but going coming back on the tangent you're right i shouldn't have generalized but i agree like why i get like upset or like angry about it is because you know if you're going to take something from a culture, like if you're going to partake in something in a culture or contribute to it in your way, you can't, in my opinion, you can't, um, you can't be a bit of a hypocrite. Like you can't, um, you shouldn't be able to like, you know, mock, you know, Indian food, but then go out at night and order, you know, a butter chicken and non bread. Like, do you know what I mean? For me, yeah. that's a bit of a hypocrite, and that's it. You're being a hypocrite because, like, you actually enjoy the culture and you partake in the culture, but you still hold to, you still hold on to like a strong stereotype. At the end of the day, you still hold on to a strong negative, uh, connotative image that's, you know, mocking the culture and disrespecting it that I don't like, like that I don't tolerate, like I can't, not just, it's easy for me to relate to this to Indian culture, but any culture per se, like, do you know what I mean? For me, okay. like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to, you can't be a hypocrite with what you, what you choose to take and what you don't, like you can't like certain parts and then dislike the others, not, yeah. you can dislike, but you can't um, shame the, shame the other parts, you can't yeah. take the parts you want and then disregard the party because it's a whole package do you get what i'm saying so yeah. for me like i don't know if i would call that cultural appropriation but i definitely think that is disrespecting culture in a certain way okay so do you think there are certain times that people cannot like engage with a culture no i don't think that at all okay i so... think I think anybody can engage with any culture at any time, as long as they do so in a respectful manner, willing to partake. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. you're, as long as it's that, that's totally fine. Like, but if you're going to do it for the sake of, I don't know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I feel like if I go mm. on, just add yeah, more. I feel like what you mean is like, in like one way, one way is like, you know, you actually, just i guess um appreciate and or like understanding a culture that's not yours but like in other ways it could be harmful in the sense like i guess it's back to the same point of like you know power and profit profit. so like for example something i would say is like real cultural appropriation is like 
is now starting to change. But like the fact that like these NFL teams are called like Kansas City Chiefs, Washington Redskins. You know, like Redskins is like was literally considered like a slur. A slur. I don't know if it. Is, I don't know if it still is considered a slur, but I know people who show definitely consider it. Like maybe I should not say. It. Yeah, let me yeah. just say the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah. I'll put it cancel myself there. Yeah. I'll put it cancel myself. I get there. It. Yeah. Um, shout out my Native American homies. You know what it is. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, that is actual, like, that uh, psychological appropriation because, like, they be actually wearing, like, you know, like these, these, like, significant like ceremonial like head headsets you know yeah. and like they be getting drunk as fuck and like you know doing all their shit like it is i feel like it's not true to where the that- culture like you know it's like using them as a mascot yeah it's like using them as a mascot you know so that's so true that, i would that call I that cultural like, appropriation as well that i feel you know especially because like native american people feel like the most part, they're not even respected in American society. Like, bro, everyone is talking about true American. There's true American. They are the real they Americans. Are the real Americans. Yeah, it's true. Like, no one is a more true American than a Native American. Like, like you know, and it's like they are <laughs> yeah. basically never represented. Like, you never see America. Like, someone outside of America will never think of the United States of America. And let me call it the United States because, you know, there's also, like, America, America. Anyway, yeah. yeah, but that's a whole next conversation. Yeah. But no one will ever see the US and and, and think instantly, oh yeah, Native American. No, that's Never. that's not the image that's portrayed at all. Exactly. Also, like how many, how 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 much of the native population is still alive? Like I'm pretty sure it's definitely like less than like five percent, you know yeah like it's like i mean at least of the entire population of america is definitely like less than five percent of their population oh surely i would i would believe that i would believe that now i feel like a five is even a high number maybe and it's just ridiculous that they're barely yeah i would call that i would definitely call that cultural appropriation for me that is cultural appropriation okay but i have questions where i have examples where other people have, have called these people out for culturally appropriating or have called have called their actions cultural appropriation but i personally don't think wait let me just bother real quick so native americans make up 1.1 percent of the u.s population 1.1 percent 1.01 percent actually sorry 1.01 percent that is oh my god that is so but yeah they move 99 percent of the people on the land but yeah let's be this is a good yeah, conversation for next year like how messed up is that don't worry, you'll have a day sh- we'll have a day to shout out on Native American people. Yeah, for real, for real. Like this, this, that conversation is really, really big as well. Yeah, like. but shout out to the Native Americans, the true Americans. Don't let anyone say anything different. People of the land. Yes, sir. The real people anyway. of the land. Um Yeah, but sorry, you said you had some examples. Of people calling stuff cultural appropriation, but I wouldn't call it cultural appropriation let's say well i personally wouldn't i don't know i think a lot of people have but i personally wouldn't like um like for me this um the coldplay him for the weekend video is not cultural appropriation that you want with beyonce yeah 
I wouldn't call it cultural appropriate. I mean, I understand why people would. Yeah, picture. Yeah, I um, I let me go back. I understand why people would, but I personally, firstly, like in case you can't. Wait, if you say if you say you understand why people would, why do you understand why people would? Um, because it comes down to like the concept of profiting off of um a minority culture. Like, do you know what I mean? The whole, the biggest thing, the biggest key aspect of cultural appropriation is who is appropriating whom, right? Whom is appropriating whom? Like, or I messed up that English, but you get what I'm saying. Mm. Um, because when it's a when it's a group of who've who've had a bigger pedestal in society, have more power, have more influence and affluence, if they are profiting and appropriating a, uh, a smaller minority culture that's a bigger deal uh because do you know what i mean so yeah. in, in this case in this case it's coldplay this big like band that has followers and fans all over the world appropriating mm -hmm. indian culture again like i just look at this okay. video i just look at this video and i look down at their credits and like there's no in there's no particular aspect of why they're showing that they had to shoot this particular video in India, incorporating temples and the festival of Holi and, you know, the aspects of like a little small town India. Look at, this is Beyonce in the video, um, you know, wearing henna, the tr a traditional Indian like bridal attire, the jewelry, you know, like, all of that, some people might find it as cultural appropriating because it is a, a culture coming in, using their culture to, sh to show a narrative that they want to show. You know, this, is, this may not be the real narrative of the people living in that town, or this is not how India may be as a whole, but this is the narrative that, that they've chosen to show. So some people might find this cultural appropriation for that very reason like but he came to india this entire video is shot in india they start off with sages at this old like rock temple like you know people might actually yeah. find that stuff offensive because they're like oh but what does he know about this culture that he's trying to show like because they've given no insight to the making of this video or their reasons for these choices and so it's easy to call this out as cultural appropriation. I personally don't think it is at all. I mean, seeing Beyonce like Queen Bee wearing henna and like wearing Mandy, wearing the traditional attire, like jewelry in a Gagra, like I'm like, wow, like Beyonce dressed up in Indian culture. That is like dope. That's cool. They came and celebrated Holi. They have videos like they've, they've, you know, the, Kazakali dancer like I think that's amazing I thought I think that's really cool but I don't for me that isn't cultural appropriation but I see why yeah, I feel like it can't be both though I feel like like you could see where people get the idea but idea from yeah you know because I feel like because uh, if you leave that space to call it cultural appropriation like let's say even if you don't feel like it's cultural appropriation then mm -hmm. basically anything that's cultural appropriation one person can say this is offensive to me and the next person says this is not offensive to me and then like where does that leave like you know i feel like that doesn't leave it at at where it began you know like where the issue began yeah you feel i feel like okay i understand why you may feel offense but i feel like there should be like not necessarily like a let's say a solid line like okay at this 
at this point is cool at this point is not is like you know not cool but like there should be a like some point of understanding you know like i feel like we kind of remove like by doing that like we kind of remove like you know i'm not saying that you did everyone deserves the benefit of the doubt but like i guess it makes us less trusting of each other and like we just kind of like the instant go-to think is like they're doing this for like a malicious reason to profit yeah, or for, for you yourself. know and like and that's that's not i feel like that's not the crime that we want to be in you know where yeah. if any like where that is the first like interpretation you know not everyone is yeah. going to get the chance to sit down and talk to them like why did you do this video like you know what was your inspiration but like if there's I, that I, I think coldplay should have done like some i'm i mean i don't know if they did but yeah i definitely I definitely agree that they sh- they should have done some more, you know. Like, like by they- showcasing by showcasing India in this culture and this light, like I think they've done it in a very beautiful way. Like for sure, the kids playing holy, they've captured like the innocence of youth and the you know the the life of light and like you know him for the weekend. So they've done it in a you know they've gone they've shot at temples, they've shot traditional. Uh, classical dance forms they do Bharatanatyam and Kathakali like all of that is really cool for me and they've almost paid homage in a way to the Hindu culture here and I see that but um yeah like it, I don't it, know. Like, it's like, going you, both yeah. ways um yeah well, like what you're gonna say just just made me think of another question right so does that mean that if like okay let's say because you remember the two main points i guess are power and profit right yeah let's say if if it's like you if you are going to profit off of this are you saying that you think it'll be appropriate let's say the only time you can say is appropriate in all like all cases is like if someone from that culture is like directly involved to the point where like they're credited yeah, yeah exactly so, so, so okay let me so does that mean okay so if you know like let, let's assume right Coldplay, they don't really know that much about india yeah. but they spend some time in india like damn this place is so beautiful let's get the people from it because i mean maybe yeah. they didn't hire like you know anybody like on their production team but yeah. i'm sure like the actors of course all the actors are indian like i'm sure like like a lot more of the on the ground work was definitely much more integrated with the community mm-hmm. you know kind of thing i like you know obviously you can't tell to like i guess how much they gave their like how the actual interaction was with the people but i don't know i feel like do you feel like it has to take all those boxes to the point where even if people like you know like because these are genuine indian people Mm-hmm. like portraying portraying the culture for the most part you know like aside from beyonce like almost everyone else that actually is like you know dressed up in indian clothes like dancing is indian you know so that is true i think i think all of that definitely oh. played a part in why i don't think this is a cultural appropriation i have to be honest yeah i think uh, all of that definitely played a part in fact that's why I, that's why i think like this particular video in my opinion pays homage like it pays respect, it pays its tribute, its tribute to okay. um, in what what Hindu culture is like, things like that. Was Beyonce needed in the video um, to particularly play that role? That is a question out there. Yeah, but um, like, 
yeah, like th there are other aspects. The thing is, th that's the thing, right? I think we we make these assumptions and we call out these accusatory sort of labels really, really quickly. Like I would love to actually have gained an insight on why Coldplay decided to shoot this video this particular way, why they wanted to do it in India. What was their reason for their concept? Like, I'm actually curious to know yeah. I am to sit down and say, why are you taking part in my culture? I'm so happy they're taking part in my culture. Like I'm yeah. like, what? Coldplay came to India to shoot a music video. That is dope. Like, that's really cool. Oh, Coldplay got a bunch of Kathakali and Bharatanatyam artists to perform in this video for even if it's like for 10 seconds, that's cool. A bunch of kids were running around playing Holi. Like, yeah, maybe they didn't. But okay, this is where like the big questions need to be asked, right? Coldplay probably made a profit off of this video of, like, I don't know, like millions, you know, for sure. And it has a billion views. So, yeah, a billion views. So, probably. easily got some money through this. And how much of that profit was actually given to the people who made this video, like who were part of this video? They probably got like the most minute amount, like the the littlest. Yeah, the amount that Beyonce would have been paid for featuring this video versus the amount, you know what I mean? Yeah, Beyonce is a big star, like no, no, no. But I'm just saying like where <laughs> they are the people portraying their true culture, but they would not have gotten the same level of, profit from this video as Coldplay has made off of them by using them in this video using yeah. their art form so that yeah. is that is something definitely to take into consideration but yeah i mean once money is involved you know it's kind of i feel like once money is involved you you could see in some sense that you almost kind of have like i guess the right in some way to call yeah. the cultural appropriation call i feel like that should not be the go-to, you know, that should not be the status quo of, of, of cool. in, just to go to people's necks. I feel like uh, in some way or form, like however we can, we should put pressure on these like profiters to, you know, give back to what it is they're gaining from. Mm -hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, you could say this goes in all directions every single day you know so it's like like at what point do you because you, you you know you could say something like a movie as simple as black panther you could say black american people are profiting over off of african culture because what did what they do in america doesn't affect those people in africa that the culture they're representing in any way you know True, that's so I mean, you know, that's that's a that's the next example is Black Panther cultural appropriation because that's one of the biggest movies ever. How many of those tribes that they took, you know, inspiration from? How many of those tribes got any payouts? That's true. I mean, you could check it out. I, I mean, think, I, I think with Black Panther, it fits like this huge need for representation not even a need like i want a word that is more than need this huge desperate cry for representation black panther like came into that hole and fixed it you know what i mean because black culture and african culture is heavily underrepresented in the hollywood industry and so a movie like black panther with an all-star black cast with genuine research going into like this most minute thing of costume and a feather this way or a print that way or a dot on the head like there was so much genuine research that went into it like that is one of the reasons why a lot of and it's and it's satisfied the, and like it satisfied this need for representation because it very much existed like that whole existed 
that a lot of people were like, oh, like Wakanda, Black Panther, not really cultural appropriation. But I did meet a lot of people who thought, and now this is a very interesting term that I actually came off. They call it Wakandafication, where they've just um, homogenized Africa. Like, it's not 55 countries anymore. It's just like, oh, 54, well, 55 South Sudan. Um, but you know, like, it, it's just this one big, like one big country with like a merge of cult, like merge of cultures and like customs and localities and traditions. So they, they call it Wakandification. They'll be like, yeah, like, like Beyonce is done in Black is King. They'll be like, that's Wakandification. But I don't know if- I have some answers. Yeah, answer, answer. Finish, finish, finish what you're gonna say, finish what you're gonna say. I was gonna say like, I don't know if to what extent like, because like representation was so desperately needed at that point that we took it and it was, a, I thought it was amazing. I thought Black Panther was a phenomenal movie. Like I think it's gonna come and be rem remembered generations to come. But it does beg that question of whether by homogenifying the whole of Africa, like by just grouping all these cultures into what they, what like one, one like combo version of like for like the rest of the world yeah. to accept um they've kind of lost the entire diversity and richness of the continent and the different countries and customs and localities and languages but black panther was pretty good in my opinion they they've it's it's film at the end of the day it's a film industry and they they were as authentic as they could be while portraying an alternate world like an alternate universe, like this dystopian. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, let me let me say what I was gonna say, right? There you so go. Firstly, I wanna say like again, I feel like I always say this, but I get where people are coming from. from you know, like, yeah. you know, like there's not to discredit anything, like anyone's feelings or whatever. No. But like firstly, I feel like in terms of what kind of vacation, like people the same people that are Wakandafying like Africa, I feel like they always looked at Africa as a country. Like Africa is very like I feel like like throughout my entire life, like you you barely unless a person is actually from somewhere in like a specific country, like you hear people reference countries. But like I feel like outside of Africa, like it's just like that's always been a thing, you know people always group Africa as just like Africa. Yeah, it's just the, it's like- you know, So I, I feel like this is not a new thing, you know? I feel like this has always been a, it's you not, know, this is like, this like maybe it's less of a thing even now than it was before, you know? Because mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's always been just like, uh, especially for like the ignorant people that call it Africa. Oh yeah, like go save a kid in Africa, we're in Africa. Africa. You yeah. know, like we're in, you, you know? You just shit on Africa as a whole, like, you know how many times, like, I, I'll say, yeah, I'm from Botswana, and people will be like, where? Like, what? Yeah, like, like people don't really know country. People know Nigeria, I'm pretty sure. Where else? People Egypt. know Nigeria, people know Ghana. Egypt, know South like, Africa. South Africa. Yeah. But, like, there's so many places in Africa, people will be like, what? Where? Where is that? Someone asked me the other day, like, the other day, like, probably, like, five, six months ago. They were like, oh, yeah, like, where's your from? where are you from? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Botswana. They were like, oh, like, where in Indonesia is Botswana? And I was like, excuse me? Like, what did oh you Oh, my God, say? what? No, people what? in their geography. But anyway, that's a whole topic. Yeah, of that's anyway. But yeah, anyway, so that's what I feel like to those people that say, like, 
Blackface King and um, Black Phantom for Canonize Africa. Like, I feel like that was always a thing, you know, so. But okay. I feel this- like that's something, but I feel like that's something we need to work on regardless. But yeah. like, there's my problem with Black Panther. Like people praising so much about Black Panther. Like most people that watch Black Panther do not learn anything about Africa at all. That they is- did not learn, like you literally like is is a, at the end of the day is a Marvel superhero movie. Yeah. You know? Like the storyline about that superhero universe is more important than any of the actual representation, bro. Like. Like I know in Trinidad personally, there were people like wearing their shikis and like they start chanting like "Oh my god!" Like when they saw all the different like tribes and like all the different tribal wear. If you yeah. ask the average person what what tribes they just saw, where where these tribes come from in Africa, no idea. Yeah, no idea. I'm sure if you call some of the countries, some of these tribes come from, they don't even know those countries. No, they so don't. That's why I feel like uh, like uh, like people. Like yes, it's important our representation, especially in that type of movie. But yeah. like, that is not the thing I think we should be focusing. Like I feel like a black movie that everybody, like all black people, should be like reveling about more than Black Panther is a movie like Moonlight. Agree. I feel like Moonlight is yeah. an actual movie that I shows agree. something in the black community that needs to be addressed, something that needs to be seen, something something that needs to be talked about. You know, because there's so many black people. That's so homophobic. I mean, that's not just say only black people, like the people of every race are homophobic, but this is something, if people are dying for representation, this is the definition of rep- representation, at least in my <coughs> my opinion. You see in black people and they're not being portrayed in these stereotypical ways that they're always portrayed, you know, because these are the type of things people care about, you know, the ones yeah. that are upset. You know, I don't care if black people are seen as drug dealers or gangsters because they are black people like that but you can't say that they that doesn't exist you know they are like that's not what and the only thing we are you know so i feel like don't limit should... yeah don't limit um someone to one give me a sec hold up to record this one sec uh okay i'm recording again um okay something else that i wanted to mention because you like mentioned black is king before as well and about representation and blah, 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 blah. I don't have a problem with this effort to to like rep- represent like Beyonce for example like paying homage to her Yoruba um, ancestry you know um, and like choosing to feature she took a DNA test. yeah apparently so apparently she's actually like her bloodline goes back to Haiti and Haiti has a lot of Yoruba culture you mean Haiti so, Okay, okay, I was sorry. It's very different. You said Haiti, and I didn't realize you're talking about Haiti. Oh, yeah, sorry. What do you say, Haiti? Yeah, Haiti. I always said Haiti. Wow, it's in Haiti. Wow, that's wild. Yes, I mean, I know that's Haiti. That's crazy, though. Okay, I've always said Haiti. Anyway, that's interesting. Wow, but do you say, how do you say Hawaii? Bro, what do you mean? That's a different country. That's a different language. Haiti? What? what now I don't even remember what I just said. Why would you call me out on that? <laughs> you said Haiti. You just said the same thing. Oh yeah. Anyway, Haiti. Now, that, now, now I'm so conscious saying Haiti. Don't do but that. You, you're still saying it anyway. You haven't changed at all. So that's reason oh. I got it. Okay. Anyway. anyway. 
pays homage to her African, you know, ancestry and um, her Yoruba ancestry. And like, she uses a lot of artists all over, right? You know, a bunch of artists to feature on her album. Um, she, like, she gets choreographers from South Africa to like choreograph certain parts, like all over. Like, she really tried to cover different countries, people from different countries to contribute to that documentary and that album. But then she streams it on Disney Plus, where Disney Plus is not accessible in most of Africa. So which audience is she making it for? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it was things like that, like things like that, that make me question, should we call it cultural appropriation, but we should not, or should like, where should we draw the line? Because what was the point? She was like, this is my gift to Africa. No, 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 no. She uses so much of, she like, you know, tries to represent Africa, like top to bottom everywhere. And then you can't even stream the entire documentary in in any part in Africa. Like, how does that yeah. make sense? I mean, true. That's, and I don't know. The question is like, bro, is there like a African culture? If you really and truly think about it, is that even a thing? Because like, oh. it's like, what part is it going to be in English speaking Africa only? Because remember, there's, there's like Francophone, yeah, there's Portuguese Africa, there's Arabic Africa. I'm like, you know, it's like, the, yeah. Exactly, and even just to like group in terms of directions, like southern, north, like west, east, central, it's just so different. Like the culture is so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's similarities that you could bring out on. And for me, the similarities that you can bring about is people's um, people's mindsets, people's openness, people's warmth. But these are all like, I don't know, like you can't like africa is so mm. diverse as a continent you can never group yeah. it and it's so funny because it's always the one that's grouped it's i mean different. Like, yeah that's the thing bro like like i haven't seen black is king yet personally so I, I don't know like to what extent you know if it just focuses on one part of africa or like you know so, like the entire of africa kind of thing you know what is it it's so the documentary kind of just the, the way she's paid homage to Africa is in her, like the costume designers are from different parts, you know, like the choreographers are from different parts. She's um, like the Afrobeat that she's used, she's used different artists from like Ghana, from Kenya, from Nigeria, from South Africa. Like she's gotten like authentic vocals, like for pronunciation, like she actually used like recordings from the real artists and things like that. So that's where people were like, she's really like, gone the extra mile to actually incorporate upcoming African artists into this documentary. You know what I mean? So that's where everyone... Wait, so what is the documentary about though? Black is King, it's just, it's like a documentary of how, uh, it's just basically music videos of her entire, um, like, you know, she, you know, during the Lion King movie, when they remade like I guess the, the the version of a live version. Um, they she Beyonce wrote the wrote an entire album, like all the music in it. Yeah. Like they wrote the entire album, right? And she Lion King, and she called that the her gift to Africa. Um, but this documentary is um, literally about. Um, 
it's like a film it's just a film like sort of paying homage to like the black culture and black people and it's like a celebration of her and her life and her kids and her family like it's a whole documentary like it's just kind of behind the scenes of her life and the making of black is king which is like the different dance videos for her songs from the music video like things like that like it's just the behind the scenes literally. okay okay um, it's not about africa no it's not about the continent at all but like she uses a lot of african culture like in, in the sense she uses a lot of yoruba culture she shows oshun which is like the god of water goddess of water like the mermaid mermaid replications of what oshun is like you know what i mean they've used like different cultural aspects of africa in the music video which a lot of people called out for cultural appropriation people call that a cultural appropriation yeah people call it people call everything cultural appropriation to be honest but okay but me let me tell you what the biggest um joke for me i want to ask you uh, i want to ask you if this is cultural appropriation or not okay i'm going to share my screen with you (laughs) i just want you to tell me because i'm curious to hear your opinion (laughs) no it's not yeah people stay mad is not that is definitely not cultural appropriation. Firstly, I don't know either, but obviously, firstly, I to say it. firstly, every single person that is actually from the Caribbean was not offended by this. Like every single person that was offended by Everybody this was American. Everybody else got mad except for the Jamaicans, and the Jamaicans were like, "I'm confused." Why yeah, only it? Americans or Caribbean people that are not from the Caribbean got mad about this, you know, and. Is is like you know because she has one of the two the two factors here you know she's the the I guess power because she's white yeah you know, like she's a white person in society but bro like she is not even like you know she's not trying to make any personal gain off of this like this is not her like trying to make fun That's- or nothing like like this is what the carnival is about like about exactly like this, like this is how people stress for carnival like this is the nothing of carnival like is a celebration of caribbean culture in london and she is from london and even if she wasn't from london like i feel like you know the big the big thing here is the hairstyle you know yeah so like the thing is the hairstyle that- I, I i i don't believe in hairstyles at least we use like this to be cultural appropriation like this video i was watching on youtube it was just like rasta guy and he was basically talking about like how my people wear dreads i think i showed you a video yeah 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 yeah, yeah you did anyway so like uh, he was give them, like give the listeners the sum up of what he says okay so basically he was just talking about like you know dreadlocks forming in general like one number one is like any person's hair could naturally form dreadlocks like once you don't comb your hair, it's going to be formed into dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. It's like a natural occurrence. Number two, dreadlocks does not like yes, it does like originate in some way from African cultures, but that's mostly like you could say any sense that it was popularized, at least uh, to the to the Western, like the rest of the world, the most from Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. And that came from African culture in the sense that it was part of the Rastafari culture. But then 
not all Africa, like, it's not even like a, again, as we said, like, there's no such thing as a global African culture, you know, like, Africa is probably the most diverse continent on the entire planet. Like, <clears throat> in terms of one, it has the most country trees, and two, is the most gene- genetically diverse. But anyway, that's aside from the point. Dreadlocks is not like a African cultural thing. Like certain tribes in Africa had dreadlocks, and even the way they use it was very different to how people use it now. Like in certain tribes, when you marry, like okay, after you get married, you're not allowed to have dreadlocks. If you're a woman, you can have dreadlocks. You know there are different rules for different tribes. So I feel like in terms of that respect. I mean, dreads in particular, dreads in particular came from the Bantu region, which is yeah. You look at it, and actually, that's even funny because in some like in some places, people don't even call them dreadlocks because they feel like saying dread is like offensive. But like, yeah. but like, I feel like that's like an American type of thing, you know? Like they call them locks because they're saying they're their locks on dread. But in Jamaican culture, like you, your locks are dread for a purpose because you know it's like you are freeing yourself from the society kind of thing. Like your 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 locks get big and fat, mm-hmm. and you call them dreadlocks because you have power power in your locks. You know, you're yeah. dread, you're mighty. Yeah. yeah. So, so I feel like a lot of in um in various african tribes would that was like their sign of being a warlord yeah. dreads the thicker it was a, yeah it was a big warrior thing too yeah so in that sense you i could say you could say some some you could say in some way like some black people are misappropriating dreads because they call in what it actually is supposed to represent offensive so yeah i feel like that's for context and then the fact is like yeah i mean you can say black people like in some ways they were um well what can you say like disenfranchised to like wear their hair like you know braids and dreads are seen as unprofessional for like a long time Mm -hmm. and i would say the one time you could say like the one situation you could say dreads are like cultural appropriation or like braids it's like dreads braid same thing like same concept i'm trying to like put it under it's like you know in some like high fashion cases they might have a have a like a line with mm-hmm. only white people wearing dreads or like braids and then they call them like something completely different you know like they literally like take the braids and call i don't know call them i don't know they make up some name like hair hair rope or some shit but i don't know they say something <laughs> you know they make yeah. it okay you know they take dreads and call that yeah so there's a new style hair rope and like you know you have like just white people or like you know it's just everyone i'm so i mean no black person is gonna go in and you i hope no I, I hope no black models out there are gonna be wearing any kind of dreads and call them hair rope please please don't, don't do that don't do that please but <laughs> You know, like, I feel like in a situation like that, but, like, just having dreads, like, you know, on a day-to-day experience, I feel like, well, like, firstly, if your job doesn't allow you to have dreads, they're not going to take a white person with dreads. You know, like, like if in terms of that kind of discrimination, I feel like, uh, like, when people say there's, like, that, um, I don't know, 
that level of bias. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess you can say it does exist because it's, again, it definitely, everything trickled down to an individual level. You know, you can't say something exists in like a societal level and not exists on an individual level. But, you know, I feel like it's not as, not as deep, you know. Yeah, and and like in the end, and the end, it does it does more more damage than it does good, you know, because at the at any day, bro, like if you really want to be honest, like is from those same people that are profiting Mm -hmm. off of this cultural appropriation, it's better for them if we are more divided than you know together. Together, yeah, it's true. I agree. Because at the end of the day, like, you can say cultural appropriation this that. Like, bad publicity is still publicity. And but, you know, I understand. I, like, I can't say I understand because, you know, like, I'm not black. So I don't understand fully. But trying to see it from their perspective, I do think the major reason or one of the many reasons why there's so much immediate like they they'll call you out immediately for culturally appropriating black culture is because of how long that culture was seen as wrong as impossible as not a way of living as not a rightful way of living so now all of a sudden when it's like just being popularized and you know i mean the concept of like cultural curiosity to try is so is so innocent that's such a big emotion that has been, you know, oppressed for so long that is now coming out. It, it, it surpasses that innocence of curiosity. So I understand, like, I see it. I see it from, uh, I see why you, it's so easy to jump on the bandwagon of just saying it's cultural appropriation. Yeah. It was so, for I so see. long, that culture was just not disregarded. And now it's like, oh, all of a sudden it's, you know, everybody wants to be black. Everybody wants to dread their hair. Everybody wants to walk around wearing dashikis. Everybody wants to take part in the black culture and the black experience as they like to call it. So, you know, when you say things, that's that's why you've you've got to understand that now all of a sudden it's like, oh, now you like us, like now you're good enough for now we're good enough for you. Now you want to be a part of us. So that's where that entire like, you know, there's a there's a bit of friction and people come out to be like cultural appropriation. And so you've got to understand where that comes from because for so long it's that entire aspect of expressing yourself was just not possible. It was not that it was not possible, it wasn't allowed, like you know, so stemming from that way and then now it's like oh everybody just wants to do it because it's coolness like that kind of you you see you see where like everyone's like what the hell that's yeah, double standards. Exactly. that's a bit of double standards you yeah. didn't like us for so long but now you like us so you're gonna take part mm, come on you know so i see that but then again if we are going to want more cultural interaction and we are going to want to you know like i promise you like within the next 10 years all the kids born from now onwards they're all going to be born bilingual trilingual like get ready for it do you know what i mean cultures Mm. are going to be broken like everybody's going to be broken we're going to have like make the concept of being mixed race is going to be a norm no one is going to be pure a hundred percent blah 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 ethnicity like none of that ever is going to exist so 
we are blurring the concept of everything. So we should be willing to move towards a world where everybody can take pride and culture and everything. And there's not a single image that can associate to one culture. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. to me, it's like saying, oh yeah, obviously all Africans are black. Who's taking into account the whole of most of North Africa? Who's taking into account like Southern Africa, a little bit of it? Do you know what I mean? Like no one's taking yeah. account into the fact. So you can't associate race to culture, nationality to culture anymore because people grow up in so many different environments. People associate to so many, they have yeah. to associate to so many different parts of people's lives. So it's impossible to say, one culture is only for one person nowadays and i think that's what it comes down to but so in a way like i get it so people have to understand why it's so easy to call out the involvement yeah. curiosity as appropriation but it needs to be conducted in the right manner because yeah. you know what? like i'm pretty sure like a lot of like my friends who don't know me like i've braided my hair before like growing up in botswana like I've braided my hair many times. And interestingly, like no one in Botswana ever questions me for braiding my hair. And I leave Botswana and then everybody has a problem with my hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting because I'm just like, I never thought of it. Because as a kid, as a, as a kid, that was the meme that I grew up around. I grew up around people having, you know, braids in their hair of like people cornrowing of like natural Afro hair, like beautiful, beautiful, luscious hair. Like that's what I grew up seeing around like dreadlocks like that was my norm so all of a sudden and like what is it ha like it's the whole thing of understanding but you know what like now looking back at it i don't think i have i should be taking part in that culture like that but knowing that i can defend myself because i have an insight to it that other people may not have i think people should be given the benefit of the doubt to explain themselves before Wait, accusing me a few, of, a few questions for you now okay ask so before I forget, why do you why do you change your mind? Why do you think you shouldn't take part in it? Because like when I came out and I realized like we still live in a little bit of a world where people are gonna look at me and be like, Oh yeah, she is brown, she's got Indian features, so she's definitely one hundred percent Indian. Not to say I don't associate with my Indianness at all. Like if people presume I'm Indian and don't know like where I've been raised, where all my family's been based for generations now. Like, you know, like I don't, it's not a big deal for me, but we still live in a little bit of a world. And that's the thing. I'm so used to a bubble where people know my story and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But when you leave that bubble and you go out in the real world, like people still associate me to what they are visually, what they visually can see, you know? So like Akil, you'll always be a black man before you're a black man from Trinidad. You know what I mean? Like, and for that, like your story doesn't, is like secondary. What they see is primary, like what they see first. And so I then like for a part was like, okay, like when I, like this is my ethnicity and this is my intention, like origin per se, I should be, I have more of a right over that than I do over this is how I feel right now. Which is weird because this is something that I've been battling with for a young age. But this is not about me. Anyway, do you get what I'm saying? Does that answer your question? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like you just said you you, you have a reason. So we're done. You just don't wear it because you're more like, uh, in some ways, not necessarily scared, but like cautious about what people cautious. see before, yeah. before, before, you know, they could like assume 
something I'm definitely cautious and more than being cautious I think I'm I I would like to believe I'm being considerate because um Um, like I'm not scared like if someone was to come and talk to me about this like I have photos up like of me with braids like you know like people definitely can hold this account me accountable for my actions forever my whole life because everything's so digitally documented but like I wouldn't, I would have no problems in having this conversation. Like I'm, I'm, I know I can defend my actions because I do believe I have a right in a way I could claim a right to take part in a particular culture, but I do think I have to be considerate with where I'm supposed to be lying in terms of expressing my culture on a primary level, you know? Okay. So what I'm thinking is right. Is like to some extent, it's like I feel like the reason why you're cautious is because like someone wouldn't come to that as a conversation with you, you know. They'll come to call you out and say yeah. why, you know, why because at the end of the day, like if I am being reasonable and I talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, like aside from anybody, let's say we're not even saying anybody could have braids, right? I'm actually talking to you about you wearing braids specifically. Yeah. No, I don't think any reasonable black person, like despite how, I I don't know how strict you are to some extent about this cultural appropriation stuff. So, yeah. Like you literally were born and grew up in Botswana, so like you know it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like saying something like that is like being like you are saying that. I mean, I guess you could say in uh, the the way how the world is, right? It's like people are being how the world is and not how they want it to be. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are judging someone like from just their face value, like and not yeah. really like you know. It's like looking at people as statistics, and yeah. it's like I understand why you're doing that because the world does the same thing back to you. But yeah. that is not the formula to make it change. That's true. You know, like that is not like if we're trying to make the world better, we have to be what it is we want to see in the world at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. So, that's we, why I feel we like, want an integrated world we need to see integrated people you know, so like, you know and i feel like that relates to the point that's the relates to the point that you said earlier like when you're like um like is is very hurtful you know because i can understand like exactly where that comes from like you are you are basically seen as a villain for something and then when everyone else comes on that I might have a stake or a right in you know so it's hard to judge and I think the reason why people come down so easily to call out people for cultural appropriation is because they don't they don't give them the benefit of the doubt to understand where where from whatever perspective they might associate or relate to that particular part of that culture but having said that it does need to be exclaimed and expressed in in a respective way so that this conversation can even take place you know yeah exactly wait hold on i was i I was i didn't get to finish my point so yeah well my point was okay was that like uh, i understand like where the concept of like uh, we like we are we are like excluded from this in society so like why is it now everyone gets to enjoy all this stuff kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. but like as I always say, like that is not necessarily moving in the direction that's in the best interest. Yeah. You know, because and at that point then I feel like like every race could separate themselves about it to some extent, you know. And once people also put their personal like experience involved, it's like 
like everything will just become more and more separated, you know? Because then, like an Asian person could say, um, black people make fun of us Asian people, so y'all should not watch anime. Or, yeah. you know, or like stop eating sushi. You know, like- you shouldn't eat sushi, you shouldn't eat ramen, top ramen. Yeah. You know, because, and then it's like, how are you going to say that, like, uh, that is, you know, unfair because how many Asian people were being attacked when coronavirus first came out calling exactly. it, you know, all these kind of stuff, the president called it Kung Flu. And then, you know, at, and then at so many levels, you could just, I feel like, you know, like so many people could, it's so easy to have that rhetoric, you know? Yeah, it's like, easy. It's and easier to... have that rhetoric, it's easy to build up these walls of, of, you know, and it's like easier yeah. to just separate everyone that way yeah. than actually break into, you know, to what we want to actually see. I agree one hundred percent. I do agree with you on that account. Um, yeah. okay, but I have a question for you. Um, your tattoo, would you call that cultural appropriation? Oh hell no! Let the let the viewers see. Shout out my tattoo, fruit salad, yummy yummy. <laughs> I'm not going to tell these people what this actually means, uh, so only authentic Chinese people could see that that's what we call real cultural appropriation. Um, so why'd you get it? What was your reason for getting it? Damn, I'm going to get so cancelled after I say this. Anyway. <laughs> so my tattoos are in Mandarin. I got it because I looked up the phrases and... I just like went to Google Translate and like I just put these phrases in a bunch of different scripts to see which one looked the best. And I thought it looked the best in Mandarin, so I was like, I'm gonna get it in Mandarin. So it was based solely off aesthetic aesthetic value. Okay. Which... You know, but it's it's letters, bro. Like I feel like you can't say what these letters are my culture. Please. Can you see that? What that these oh. letters are my culture? Yeah, yeah, that, that these these letters um, are their culture. Yeah, because so, people could say that because China, China right. Mandarin doesn't have letters, right? Each word is stems from visual representation and visual meaning. So, someone translated for me directly. Someone that speaks the yeah, language. That's why directly I translated I, it. For you me. told me the story before. I think your tattoo is cool. I know the meaning behind it, and I like it. Um. And someone actually did the proper translation for you. And I think that, you know what, that's fine. Um, but but would someone, if someone was don't. to sit in front of you and say that's cultural appropriation, would you agree to No, it? I would not agree with them. And I wouldn't fight them to leave that. <laughs> so if you think so, cop on the podcast. We'll fight to leave that. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is like, I so many Chinese people I've seen, okay, I feel like, you know, you know Chinese people, that, that is not racist. But yeah, I feel like just saying Chinese people sounds racist for some reason. But anyway. we're talking about Mandarin anyway. Could okay, you... but I know I just, I just feel like it sounds racist. It no. racist. Anyway, so like so many people will come up to my tattoo and be like, oh my God, let me read, let me see what it says. And like they will tell me what it says. Mm-hmm. But if you don't speak Mandarin, it sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. Yeah, I know it's true. Uh, yeah. By the way, China's the future. That's a podcast on its own, and I have controversial opinions about mm-hmm. that, and everybody will hate me. But China is the future. Are you a supporter of the Chinese? Yeah. The, the Chinese imperial state. Anyway, let's let's let's, <laughs> let's, 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 
<laughs> let's go anyway let's continue speaking about what we were speaking about um okay so wait do you have uh they were, i had another example for cultural appropriation and i can't find it oh kim kardashian's kimono but she changed her she she said she was going to change the name of her her brand of skins i mean her let's pull up pull up me line uh I don't, up, let's see. i don't even think oh well i don't think i have okay let me share my oh oh oh, oh, oh wait my laptop's on six percent hold on <laughs> let's see as soon as I type in Kim Kardashian corners comes up from the lol Kim Kardashian okay because you know the entire Kardashian family is really called out a lot for cultural appropriation because their entire lifestyle has been given to them like in a way because of the black community if you think about it and, yeah. um and like doing like black lives matter silent you know what I mean whereas they have they have black children like they have mixed race babies most of them have black fathers black husbands like do you know what i mean so let me tell you something how do you take part in the Kim kardashian and take part in the culture some ways but not in the other and is that cultural appropriation let me tell you something kim kardashian and her entire family they are cultural appropriation machines simply of the fact everything they do is profit-based yeah, it's so true. obviously they want to have so culturally appropriate. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So anyway, and, Kim K. And and let me be honest with you, any any celebrity that actually cares about their bag is not going to come and say anything about Black Lives Matter. It's true. Know? Because because <laughs> you know it's like, uh, and the ones that even do come and say Black Lives Matter, it's like okay, thanks for that post. My life is no different now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you know, no one's no one's listening to you. It's like, it's, it's like true. nice. It's like Beyonce posted. Beyonce posted a black square on Instagram. Oh, really? <laughs> so nice. Thanks, Beyonce. Let me like that. <laughs> my life is the same now. <laughs> like my life has no change. So that's you fair. know. Um, it's like, it's like, yeah, no, it's like, why am I gonna post a black square and lose money for if you know? It's like, I don't care anyway. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. Anyway, this is this is what her entire line was, but apparently she's gonna change. Um, she's changed the name. Yeah, well. I mean, I think she was trying to be kind of cheeky and play off the 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 fact that kimono has came at the beginning so that you know like yeah she was she like really wow word she, play i can name all my kids i me and my siblings all have names in k and i'm just a word genius and so i thought of kimono i am amazing and i named my yeah. kids off of directions and cities because wait hold on did she call it kim plus ono oh my god no it was just kimono like it was just no kimono. no I think it's now called kim and ono what no are you serious Bro, I'm seeing this thing is that Kim plus Uno. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, I don't know. Is this Kim what? Kardashian? Let's look up Kim plus Uno. That's funny as hell, bro. <laughs> Where does it say it's Kim plus Uno? You didn't find it. Okay, let me share my screen real quick. Share your screen. <sighs> 
Do you see this? <laughs> Kim plus Ono. Oh I don't know if this is Kim Kardashian still so cool. I don't think that is Kim K either. I don't know. That's that's Zoom funny. Out. Why are you so zoomed in? Because <laughs> I'm just sharing a portion on my screen. Anyway. Got it. I appreciate it. Anyway, Kim Kardashian is the cultural appropriation machine. They do everything for the bag, so obviously they're gonna cultural appropriate. Like, I mean, I heard Kim did free some some black dude out of prison, so I mean that's something. Yeah, um, Kim Kardashian is a lawyer. While I'm sitting here paying millions to get a law degree, she um, yeah, she's is she an official lawyer? You know. No, she's not an official lawyer. <laughs> anyway, no one cares about that. Yeah, please just not. <laughs> Simple. That was that was easy. That was easy. Anyway, so cultural appropriation and cultural sensitivity. I think we can actually close this off to say I think both of us have very broad lines for cultural appropriation. Closing remarks. Yeah, closing remarks, but I think we both have very broad lines for cultural appropriation. No, I meant, did you have any specific things you wanted to say as your final, like your conclusion, you know? Like, just think of this entire podcast as an essay, right now in your conclusion. conclusion. Um, (laughs) Overall. uh, In conclusion. In conclusion. I'm dead. um, So, yeah, I think, no, but I definitely think, firstly, like, I think it, for me, it comes down to don't just be liberal, be open-minded. And if you're going to gain inspiration and gain influence from various cultures and you love various other cultures, that's amazing. And I think that's great. But, you know, you need to pay homage to the culture. So do it in, a, in the most respectful manner. Do it in a manner that the people of that culture would be proud that you've contributed and showcase that culture in that light, you know? So be conscious of that. And like, it's important to be conscious of these things and not just do things for the sake of doing stuff. So I think that's the thing, do it in the right light, do it in, um, and like give credit to different cultures. If you took something from some culture, like give credit, like it's so important for people to know. Coldplay, like in your little thingy thingy, like at the bio of your video, please mention that which part of India, what temples did you go to? Like, you know, like that's the fact that those temples featured in your video, it could be a big thing for that temple to grow tourism in that locality. So, you know, you can contribute in ways that you don't know you can. Use your power and your numbers in the right way. So it comes down to those big things as well. What about you? What is your conclusion of my conclusion? I I have some bullet points. (laughs) <laughs> Don't forget your two P's, profit and power. Profit Very up. important in making the claim of cultural appropriation. Start giving your brothers and sisters the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Even as hurtful as it may be, because we want to be more together than we are separated, you know, spread the love. And if you're a white person and you're interested in getting dreads, or braids i would say probably don't do it because you get roasted (laughs) you that's funny as hell yeah (laughs) 
I think it's fine. I think it's fine, you know, once you've taken your two peas into consideration. If you are the oppressor in this situation, please share your bucks. Share your bucks, yeah. With your oppressors, you know. Give credit and don't try to call anything any weird new name. If it already has a name, don't rename it to anything weird. Exactly. And call it yours. <laughs> and if you're making any bread, share your bread with the people that are making it dough. I agree. Pause. Pause. Anyway. The mic. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope every, I hope you all treat yourself to something nice for real, for real. Whilst listening oh. to this podcast. Please make I hope you're still awake. And if you're not awake time to wake up time to wake up and that was a and that was a cryptic message so think about it okay (laughs) let's go